Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. That chair is empty. We've had that problem before. Uh, Big Dick Toledo's here. Brett's not here this week. He had to do family stuff with his mom. And- Collections in Chicago. Yeah, you know how it is when your mom needs you? You go to your mother. Uh, yeah, he had to go uh, with his mom back to Chicago for a uh, a family event. I don't know what that means. I ain't asking. He does what he does. That's good by me. In fact, we're supposed to be on vacation this week. This was our fall break. But uh, poorly timed it. To where Brady actually scheduled a vacation on the wrong week, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is better. I've done that before, and then, uh, yeah, the whole surgery thing plus uh, money were given away and things got shifted, and we just you know what? Screw that. We don't need that time. We're good. Life is a vacation if you make it one. But Bert already had his plans, and this is a pretty big family thing. And again, never, ever, ever when Italian says I got a family event back in Chicago, I can't miss. You let them go to that. That's pretty much. You make be the a, list if you yeah. turn it down. You let them go to that. And speaking of Italians, uh, the only thing I've been excited for, and uh, geez, it's been, it's been forty nine, but thirty eight years. But the only thing I've actually had physical and happiness and excitement for beyond uh, you know sports and the world of entertainment, where I wanted to see a movie, I wanted, I had high hopes for something, and I always say that I'm like everybody thinks these. That movies are there hasn't been a good movie, a truly good, memorable, classic movie, and it's been a long time. I mean, all these Marvel movies come and go. They're not ten years from now. You're not going to remember or quote or do anything. There's a couple that have come out that are like meh, but for the most part, we've been a vapid landscape of of, of it comes and goes kind of movies. And I got excited for the Many Saints of Newark, as you knew last week, talking about it like crazy. Yep, set on Friday. Ready to go after the big long wait. You guys all did the exact same thing. 
plop down. I had friends go to the movie theater. There is a scene in the in the in the uh, in the movie where there is a poetry jam uh, with African Americans that uh, that uh, my friend said that the theater he went to had people in it laughing at the very inappropriate uh, wake up N words part. And he said, "Oh, you could hear a pin drop because there was somebody who just couldn't hear that word out loud." That's how childish we are, right? Because we've banned so many words that when you do hear it. Uh, somebody's going to giggle, and then you know there's potential for a theater shooting. So he's like, I got nervous in there because there was a lady in there just laughing and laughing and laughing and trying to hold it back, which made it worse. But the many saints of Newark to me, and and I got a lot of people. So what do you you know the I think Friday's record breaking. What do you think? What do you think? What have you seen it yet? What did you think? We're we're going back and forth between me and about fifty people. What did I think? It's a series premiere. This, to me, planted nine storylines, didn't finish one, and they basically are going to try a new series. If they don't, it's a bad movie. There, it's, it, if that was a movie, it had no purpose. It, had, it was totally unnecessary. It didn't have an ending. It was complete. For me, uh, yeah. It I mean, was flat. It I'm was a massive flat. Sopranos fan. Yep. So when they started in with, uh, you know, uh, Olivia and her, you know, the... the Oh, poor you! And the you know juniors classic, and they threw it away, which was great because they hit it. Where it's like doesn't have the the uh, physical stature of a varsity athlete, which was a huge thing. Tony heard him say once that almost caused a yeah, uh, just a complete beatdown at dinner. Just throwing in little bits and pieces of the show uh, back in, just for nostalgia's sake. But for the most part, walk away like you do with most things in your adult life. Wildly disappointed that you ever got a high bar for it. That you ever got your hopes up. It's, it's a lesson in life, kids. Getting your hopes up is inevitably, the more you age, uh, just an awful process. Because you're like, oh, I really wanted that to be something that it's I could. I'm disappointed again. It wasn't terrible. But it just if, if it's a movie, like they keep saying, eh. Yeah. It, it, eh. At best, you got a little, I got a little, that kid, that, he looks a little like his dad, hey, good I good job yeah. on Showing he's related to the yeah, guy, the character. I, I, I got the timeline, and I, and I can see the Dicky Moltisanti's an interesting thing if you're a Sopranos fan because that's all they talked about for years was why Tony was. But I didn't really get any relationship from Tony and Dicky Moltisanti. I really enjoyed uh, Dicky Moltisanti's uh, dad's Gumar turning into his Gumar was kind yeah. of an interesting thing. And then when she nailed that black guy, I, I liked seeing her naked. That was fine. That's fun. Not worried about. Uh Spoilers so much. On no, this there's nothing to spoil. Her, yeah. Other than like the, the, the next episode might have something to do with the the war now between the Italians and the blacks. And That's one all I got. Whacking that happens. Oh, there's a, there's a couple yeah. great like yeah oh yeah, there, yeah. and that's, that's the only probably spoiler. the best thing yeah and who did it which is right. the crazy part but it's uh and then the whole civil rights things in there and it didn't seem to be in place it was just odd so oh yeah I, again uh, lesson learned. Uh, never get your hopes up, ever. Uh, the only thing you can do is disappoint yourself. And I knew that. I even said it last week. I'm setting a low bar. I don't want much from this. But all the, And why lie to the general public that this was a one-off? Clearly, this is not a one-off. They've left so Even at the end when they're tipping caps to each other, and you're like, okay, this is a problem that needs to be resolved. Are we doing that in another movie, or what's going to happen? I haven't... I don't yeah, know. When does this happen? Yeah, when does this go down? Or is this how you leave us? Because this was totally unnecessary. The same way El Camino for Breaking Bad was unnecessary, mm-hmm. but okay. That's what this was. If you're a Sopranos fan and you haven't seen it yet, you're not much of a Sopranos fan. So don't bother. Just leave it at that. 
Because if you were like a super fan like I was, and you run back to it like you would have had you been a super fan, uh, it you, doesn't you, capture you, it doesn't the do same. Anything. It doesn't yeah. do anything. It's it's a it's a bowl of vanilla ice cream. Sure, it's pleasant, but you've had it before. Nothing special. Not much of the member berries from the series. I mean, other than oh, yeah, okay. Ed O'Brien emails and he said, "Come on, John, blind baseball was hilarious. That was funny, and it's a real thing. I got to be part of blind baseball once." It was a long time. I was in the crowd. I wasn't a. I used to do a thing for a Sunscape. I think it's called. Yeah, where they read the newspaper to blind people. And I used to do that. I did it two or three times. The lady loved me, loved me. She's like, my goodness, you. And she made me. I've told this before. They made me read the comics page because I could do voices. <laughs> and uh, I was making up my <laughs> own. I don't know. What, I don't know what Kathy's supposed to sound like or her boss or I don't know what that's supposed to. Be, but I was. Say, boss, this stapler sure is strange. And she's like, oh, we just love you here, John. Can you come back again? I was reading the goddamn newspaper for the first time in my life at age 20. My dad always was like, you got to read. You got to understand the newspaper. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll never read a newspaper. Then I'm doing it for <laughs> charity work. I didn't have a job and I was doing charity work. They paid me a couple bucks. But they had a blind baseball event that they kept talking about. And I never knew what that was, and I went to go watch. It is the one I saw was on a tee. The one in Sopranos, they were actually pitching a ball with a beeper. Yeah, the the one I they were on a tee, tee ball, and some some sighted person basically uh, torqued the spike or the torqued the spine of a blind person. <laughs> I, I just remember that the blind guy stood there kind of noodly, like all right, and he says, "Relax, relax," and they'd reach around, not like that, uh, the kid, and grab the bat, and then just violently torque the blind kid and hit the ball. And then somebody would stand next to the ball and ring a bell. Because like, it never went much further than like seven feet. Nobody ever tagged one. And it's, it was sighted people dragging blind people around a field or ringing a bell where the ball was. And then a blind kid would run over and just start patting at the earth. And then he'd find yeah, the ball. And they're then, on the ground, yeah. Uh, no kidding. He, the, they didn't care that the blind people – I never told this before. This is a great story too. But I, I lasted about 30 minutes. The blind kid would get it and then – like, just throw it as far as he could, whatever direction he was facing. And the ding, 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 ding. Another, another volunteer had a bell. Wherever you... And they ran. Well, yeah. Well, they had bells to where you're supposed to throw and gotcha. bells when you got it. But a lot of times, there was only like three volunteers. The bells weren't in the right spot. So he's still remembering the last bell where the ball was. Right. So he just throws it that direction. Oh, oh, ding, 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 ding. And then you chase that bell around. I'm like, this is kind of mean. But they seem to be enjoying it. And then there was one kid who could kind of see. And he didn't need a helper at the plate. Well, he got hold of one. Did you see that? That's why they did that in the Olympics. They make them wear the masks. Yeah, that that blind because some of them or are, some of them see a little some bit yeah. shapes and colors better than yeah. the others. Yeah, I'm always impressed with the guide keeping up with the blind people right. in the Olympics. They got a dude running just as fast as those Olympians. Mm-hmm. Do they get a medal too? They should sure. Coaching award. You got that blind anchor you're dragging around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could really be something yeah. if it wasn't for you. I just remember thinking, I'm I, I, man, I should have gotten some names and numbers back then. I wasn't a forward thinker, but see what kind of spinal injuries we got going on oh. with those blind people. I mean, there was some overzealous people trying to get that ball off that tee and put one out into the outfield. And yeah, I mean, and I'd always heard that one time, other than the bells, they used to put it in the actual ball. You know, that's uh, what they did in the Sopranos. They had a beep. Yeah, they yeah, had a beeper a in beeper the ball. That's what I thought. This, this place yeah. did not. Huh. It just they, they helped them hit off a tee. And then rang bells as the ball r- trickled. Maybe three to five people got it past the pitcher's mound. Nobody got it in the air? 
Uh, not that I remember. Well, the kid that didn't have, he could see. <laughs> he put one. Uh, he put a line shot, but it was still low. And I mean, it's dangerous at that point. I you're was going to say, isn't <laughs> this like just a comeback or is not? Yeah, you can't get that bell going fast enough for the pitcher to get down. But yeah. nobody, nobody was hitting it hard enough. And I think that's what they worry about with that beeper ball. That you can really. It's that you can one. accidentally just throw one right back into the mug of that ball. But what does he got? At least you never saw it coming, right? More anxiety for the players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but blind baseball. All right, Ed, you're right. Blind baseball is something that. Yeah. That's pretty funny. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> but man i did that was sunscapes 25 years ago <laughs> at least it was like 95 so yeah 26 and they're years playing ago. you know that was pretty primitive because if, according to the sopranos that's the 60s that they the had 60s. The, the bell and the, the beeper in the ball and i was watching it and i saw that ball and they go slow-mo on the ball and the sopranos moving it's got that little speaker on it i'm like no kidding that's huh Boy, could have used, to timeline that. Could use that Nobel technology at the game I was at. And they played on an entire dirt field. They didn't even give them grass. I mean, they didn't even get the benefits of a fresh cut Look, infield. They were told it was a fresh <laughs> right. cut infield. Well, yeah. Infield and everything like luxurious. It's not. You should see this place. I mean, I, I hasten to say that to all you guys, but this is beautiful. Anyway, put it in your minds that you're on the... Don't go the, over there. That's where the green monster is. In the car, they had a guy sitting next to him going... <gasps> And then two hours later, told them they were in Chicago. We're going to play at Wrigley. <laughs> we're here. Just drove them around the block a hundred times. <laughs> Am I flying? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what planes sound like? As far as you know. Reach out. Feel that. There's the ivory. Yeah. <laughs> ivory? I mean. <laughs> it's a wall of soap. <laughs> an elephant tusk. Man, that's a stadium cost. The wall that of ivory. We didn't. You're going to lose a couple players on that. <laughs> Sorry thing about that. Oh, that's a different Moses. wall. We, like you said, Mr. Wrigley, a wall of ivory. No, 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 <laughs> damn it. I said ivy. Oh, boy. You dummy. This was a $20 million error in the You know early- how long it took me to put this wall up? How many elephants died? Oh, my. Oh, sir, I'm so sorry. A wall of ivory. God damn it. Now, what about my waterfall of ivy? Oh, this is, you're going to be disappointed. Sure, anyway. we got a little problem. <laughs> anyway, so the Sopranos, uh, the ultimate disappointment. Then the weekend goes to completely disappoint me because I, I, I knew this going into the season. The Steelers weren't going to be very good. I thought their defense was going to be great, which it's pretty good, but it's eh, they're just not a good team. So I, I yeah, tempered expectation there. Uh, but Cardinal fans, the reason I bring up the Sopranos and not to get your hopes up too high, don't do it. Don't do it to yourselves. <laughs> Just don't. Although, hey, this here's another like thing. Deja vu from last year, doesn't it? Cardinal fan, I like you. I like watching the city be happy. When the Suns were crazy, I thought it was great. And I think it's kind of neat that if the Suns do great and the Cardinals have a great year at the same time, it lifts the spirits of an entire city, which is phenomenal. But let me tell you this. As an outsider looking in on your sport, and I will never poach your team, you can say, John, you live here, you should support them. No, I think the opposite. I never supported them in the past. I'm not going to poach them when they're good. I'm not going to pretend to. I still don't like the Cardinals. Uh, don't 
talk about power rankings, Cardinal fans, oh at God. all, ever. I've heard it three times already uh, on the news, once on the radio, and once in, uh, in an email exchange or a text exchange with about 12 people where one guy's like, well, the, by Monday, the Cardinals be number one power ranking. Like, oh, okay, here's a little tidbit of fun for you. The Steelers were five in the power rankings two weeks ago. They're going to be like 23rd. Those power rankings mean nothing. Don't. And don't. Tom, Tampa Tom last year yeah. was like 10th oh. in the power rankings. Steelers were number one in the playoffs. power ranking for 11 weeks because they were 11-0, and and they were a weird 11-0, and but they were an 11-0. and And then all of a sudden, like, oh, they're the worst team in football. Come on. Don't do that to yourself. That power ranking thing is the worst thing for fantasy sports football analysis. It's just a talking point. It's it's a TV show. They got to fill an hour a week on ESPN and on NFL Network. So yes, it's neat, but it's only disappointing when you have that hiccup game that you will have uh, to make it so you're not the best team in football. Mm -hmm. I will say they made that look easy yesterday, and uh, that was impressive Uh, against the the Rams in LA. Yep, uh, and they they top to bottom. Start to finish. And, again, like I said last week, I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury had a lot to do with the game plan. If it wasn't for – if it, if Cliff can't make it a fingers-crossed offense, that's what it seemed to have been all year, uh, and goes in – man, Kyler was in the pocket. He was passing. The plays were crisp. That team played a great game yesterday. And they are legit. Yeah. That legitimized them. Beating the Rams as soundly and as easily as they did. And, again, the Rams were number one in the power ranking last week. Yep. You got to – you got to – that's a win. win. That is a big win. Now Huge you build win. On it. Gigantic win. Yeah, you can't you can't have a letdown. Now I don't know who they have this week, but I like up. Kyler Murray's quote at the end. He goes, "Every game's big." Uh, you know, you can't just go He's in and right. say this is the only one. He's absolutely right. So well played. Nice job, uh, Cardinal fan. Playing but, for Cliff. Yeah, and Cliff. Look, playing for Cliff and Kime and all yep. those guys that are you know this is it. But Cliff had a game plan yesterday and it worked. And I've been kind of down on Cliff saying, I'm not so sure it's coaching uh, over the fact you've got a little magician at quarterback that can take your cruddy play and make it something special and pull you right off the meat hook. Cliff Kingsbury's been on the meat hook several times this year. He's like, my God, what were they thinking? And Kyler Murray made magic out of it. So, Niners come to town this weekend with good, Trey Lance. Another good game, and Trey Lance is starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's... I was with you, man. After the first quarter of my game, I was like, all right, well, that's it. The Russell Wilson era is over. That's (laughs) done. You just want to throw the talent. And they won. I'm ready. And then they play three quarters of Grey Bowl. Yeah, you'll see. Jesus. They're fine. They're not Cardinal good. That Cardinal team is – God, no. I have no delusions this year. They – Not in this division. Watching the Rams last week, I'm like, this is a – That division looked just This is it, This is the team to beat. I that Now the Rams go to Seattle off of that loss. On a Thursday. On a Thursday. On the road. Yeah. So there's a chance the Cardinals could bounce up. This is a good day for Cardinal fans. And ASU beat UCLA. So beat LA. Beat yeah. LA. Come on, everybody. Settle down. UCLA sucks. But, uh, yeah, that was a pretty good weekend. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Brady. The biggest news for sports in this city, I forgot. Well, there's two. The Diamondbacks had a walk-off home, a season walk-off. By the way, did they? Had I placed a bet with Doug Hopkins the week I met him, and he may not remember this, but the week I met Doug was back in uh, late March, early April. Season was just about to start. Baseball, I think it had just started, and we're talking about baseball. He's like, "Yeah, I'm a Diamondbacks. This, that, a season tickets, blah, blah, blah." I'm like, "I love it." Folks go to every game. I'm like, "No kidding." It's going to be a rough year, and I'm like, "Over under on losses." And he goes, ah, we could, we could surprise some people. And he started, I said, 111. 
over-under. And he goes, you think they're going to lose 111 games? I'm like, I think they're going to lose 117. I said, the over-under is 111. Right. It's 110. I almost – Doug should have taken that bet. So you were going the over. Oh, I would have gone crazy over. Yeah. I thought that team was going to lose yeah. 150 times this year. <laughs> Looking at the roster, like, how? where do they find a win? Mad Bum was there, well, Mad Bum can win three games. I, I was giving them 17, 18 wins. <laughs> they were horrible, but they had a big win. To go 52 and 110, just under my mark of 111, like they heard me, bastards. And then, uh, of course, the WNBA playoffs are going on. We all, like, I got to tell the city that. I mean, surprised we didn't lead with it. And we all know, exactly, Brady. I feel bad not, not putting the headline first, but I mean, it's almost, I feel like people have just talked themselves silly about it. So it's almost like we're wasting everyone's time. Like, I can bring you more information you don't already know or seek out yourself for WNBA playoff hoops. Uh, the Merc. You know their who. You knew who their opponent was this weekend, right? Yeah. You 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 were on it. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, I mean, yeah. The team, great from, team, uh, tough. Well, yeah. They're a WNBA from team. That's all of them. Fast breaking. You guys know everybody. Don't play. Do- I know you're just playing around. Back east. Yeah. The team back east. <laughs> you guys. It's a Western Conference playoffs. Uh, oh, you guys are oops. just screwing yeah, around. Mean that, wait a minute. There's another knows. series going on <laughs> yeah, besides yeah. this we one? Ha- yes. We have to cover this? I mean, oh, right, man. Look, everybody knows it was the Las Vegas Aces. Yeah. Was? Did they win? Well, I, the, I'll tell you this. The Mercury shot you 44%. Just without saying Ooh, anything. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the Mercury were out of the face. You just go, good. Ed, <laughs> and, can, and Candace Parker led Aces. They were there, too. <laughs> Who? If I told you a team in the playoff shot 44%. They went off. 44%, 28% from three and had 12 turnovers in 40 minutes. How that, much do you think they won by? It's a recipe for success, boom. 27-point <laughs> victory. Shut up. Yeah. They won 87-60. to 60, The only reason I know Candace Parker is because they've been playing the crap out of her ass. And they forced Kyrie Irving after his, like, uh, terrible behavior. through. Or was, is it Jalen Rose or Kyrie Irving? One of them's in there. But he's been a dick his whole career. And, uh, and they're like, you have to do a WNBA ads and act like you care. And so, yeah, Candace Parker's in there. Yeah, 44% shooting. Dominated. turnovers. And they won by 27. That's Again, not even competitive. They went off shooting yeah, well, 44%. That's how good the league is. They didn't even have to try that hard, and they crush it. So, yeah, we all knew. I know Cardinal fans, you guys are like, yeah, that's nice. That's regular season action. We're looking at a potential championship down there and. Merktown, USA, as I like to call it. I don't call it that. Oh, and all the Mercury players were there. They had that Diana lady and then the big uh, 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 Griner type one and then uh, the others and the rest. Oh, Mercury basketball. Squad goes deep. And also, got to remember, if you were driving around looking for for the big game, and you went down to the home of the Phoenix Mercury, the footprints. Either they weren't there. Disney on ice is there, so they can't play. So they had to go over to ASU. We're going to fill that up. Hey, failure. I thought they were going to GCU. Well, they did GCU, but GCU, GCU had like a play. No, no, no. They, had a play. No, they were do doing it. Oklahoma. We've got Hamilton. They want to. Uh, <laughs> they did Oklahoma. They want then, to expand yeah. around the city. Let other people. Because sure. some people, you know, in that area, in Tempe, might not be able right. to make it. There's up a there. lot of crippled lesbians that can't make the trip downtown. So you go East Valley, West Valley. Smart. That's marketing 101. Like we said, the mobile court last week. If they just started setting up where people were, they could claim bigger crowds. Actually, it was a Hamilton rehearsal. Ah. So they're doing that at GCU's uh, stadium, and they, they needed the entire basketball court. For, uh, more important things abound. Anyway, WNBA action. Catch it. I think the next game is soon. Yeah. You'll know. 
Did you see the uh, that Chris Paul? Uh, oh yeah, bought a bunch of playoff tickets. This was the best thing I've seen on the news. I don't remember. He bought five hundred. That's a bunch. That's a huge that's crowd, a, that's Richard. A lot. And he then he gave them away. He bought a thousand for his own series. I, I know because people go to. They've that. all done it. I bought. 30 tickets for every game and That's sold every saying. one of them. That's part the of the uh, point tickets. card for the Suns. Oh, They've yeah. been doing it for years. Yeah. But the 1,000 tickets was like five times more than his 500 tickets. 500 for- tickets he got for free <laughs> from the Mercury. He said, please, yeah, Chris Paul, true. people pay attention to you. And he gave them away. Give us something for the 500. They said he bought them. Yeah. Chris Paul did not spend $600 on those tickets. It's just a waste. He's good with his money. He's a smart man. Unless State Farm kicked in and gave him some dough. Maybe Jake got him and said, here's 500 tickets. And then Chris Paul went to give him away. And then they interviewed one of the players on the Mercury. We're going to sell this place out. It's going to be packed. Based on the 500 head start that Chris was giving people for free. Hilarious. First. Your sport is a joke and remains so. Continue doing it exactly the same way, and I will continue to ridicule it as it deserves to be. God, I hate that game. Ugh. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, it's uh, it was a as a Steeler fan, it was a rough weekend. And I'm already starting to see my Steeler friends' uh, true colors. Uh, they're fading. Oh, they're fading and fast. Anthony and Casey. <laughs> now, when I, oh, tennis was like five yesterday. There's nobody there. I'm like, I'm <laughs> shutting this thing down. Uh, my buddy Rick showed up. JD was in California. A couple other people, but hold on. So the normal fifteen to did twenty. You not have catering like you did last I week. I did. With well, the, we did. Tremendous Pat, wings. Pat's Pizza. Well, that's what I'm starting to wonder. They might have gotten a little spoiled. Yep, we got yeah, a regular yep. Pat's Pizza. <laughs> yep. set the, and, the bar. Yeah, the bar has been too high. Do you announce what the food is ahead of time? Well, I did. Well, no, but well, I did with Rick, and he showed Uh-oh, up. Oh, he spread the word. But Rick always see here. Rick's a guy who who goes home with the full platter. What do you mean? Like we're like take the leftovers. Rick will oh, leave with gotcha. the family style. Gotcha. Like most people will make a plate. Like thanks, or take a couple pieces. Rick rides a motorcycle. We have to get bungee straps and like all sorts of stuff. <laughs> For Rick's to go back. <laughs> yeah, Rick, he doesn't come prepared. Rick, oh, <laughs> bring it. He needs to put a wood crate on the we back. Had, we had three pizzas yesterday, and we had like a whole one left at the end. I'm like, Rick, take what you want. He's like, take the whole pizza. We don't care. So uh, Rick's like, I'm going to need a bag. I'm like, what? It's like, well, I can't just – I'm like, why don't you just carry it like uh, the guy on the box? Just right. put it on your hand and slow roll the motorcycle home. And uh, no, Rick was like – so we had to bag up pizza, like wrap it and bag it, and then strap it to his – that big – what are that – uh, any which way you can thing for the back seat. It's got that big, like, I don't know. Sissy what bar almost Is that thing? a sissy bar? Is that yeah, what those are? I've never so. known what a sissy bar is. It's like the big loopy Isn't that the mama safety? Mama safety. It's yeah, keep it's a mama a from a tumbler. Yeah. Yeah. Seat, seat, seat thing, but, yeah. but was it just the a bar. metal rod? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. That's called a sissy bar? I think so. Okay. Uh-huh. He was going to strap it. So he had pizza strapped to the sissy bar. I don't know if you can call that anymore, if that's appropriate. Oh, okay. It's the homo bar. Okay, I gotcha. You don't want to call it that. The twink bar. Yeah, it's your big... Bar. I got it. I call it a BS West bar. Because <laughs> it's a gay bar. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, it was, and I'm texting. I'm like, are you guys co- Oh, and my buddy Phil got too drunk last night. Oh, I'm going to sit. I'm going to watch this one at home because it's on CBS. And I'm like, you bastard. So the pizza's on the way. Trip was there. My buddy Chris, a couple other people showed up. It was a small group and rightfully so. The team's not worth watching, but that's all right. One down here in 50 isn't so bad. We'll get a good draft pick and be back next year. So enjoy it. Kick the prom queen while she's down because it's not going to be long. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one to start off this day. Cardinal fans, you got to be flying high. But, again, 
Anybody who mentions the power rankings is an automatic douchebag. You should. They, they had dunce caps in the 50s and 60s. We should have a douche cap for anybody who says power rankings. Today, Toledo, you and I will walk down to the sales department. Oh, God. I'm going to write two names down right now. We can't right. reveal them. I know who's going to mention power rankings. Yep, I can see I it know who's going to mention it. We're number one in the power rankings. And one of them has a painting of Kyler Murray in his office. Yep. Joseph. So I'm not going to mention He's names. Excited. Yeah. He'll be excited. Right. But you're going to bring up power rankings, and I'm going to laugh at you. Yeah, how many minutes into it? It'll be. No, it'll be as soon as he sees John. Well, see, now see I'll bring game? it up. I'll bring it up. Like, hey, Are your you little, bait him? Your little Webster poster is starting to look pretty sharp, right? Huh? Yeah, I know. I'm like, that was a good game yesterday. They played a, you know, tip the cap. That's a solid squad. Uh, maybe number one power rankings. Uh, that's what's coming. It's going to be the first. Like, it's the first brag that's coming out of a Cardinal fan's mouth. Don't do it. That's the most useless thing I've ever heard in my life. Power Have they ever rankings. gotten it before? No. They've never uh, been number, number one, one in power rankings. Yeah. No. You don't I want it in no. week four. You want it. Not even the year the, they went 13-3. and three. You know, the only power ranking when you're number one that matters is in February. Right. It doesn't really right. matter that you were power ranked one in week four. All that four. sets you up for is disappointment. Right. And you're going to lose a game and yep. you're going to fall off. But in February, the power I don't know. Ranked. Fly those banners this week, man. You're number one power ranking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did they give you a trophy in front for of businesses. Oh, yeah. Do you pass that banner around? Is that yeah. what you're saying? So yeah. next or week. Can, everyone yeah. just get one. Cardinal fans would because they still celebrate coming in second place in the Super Bowl they were in. I've seen license plates with SB43. For, uh, uh, yeah. It's what? That's not your Super Bowl. We were in it. Hey, you lost. That's not the one you celebrate. Uh, give us a wake up song. 585 9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Big Red Badass. What? What did you just say? Badass. 98KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.